0: All right, welcome to Meal Tip Tuesday. It's uh, Tuesday, October, what is it, October 20th. (laughs) Time is just rolling by for us. Um, Real quick, we'll say sorry that we missed you last week. Um, There's a few folks that were, didn't a few folks text you or call you or whatever. Anyways, wondering where the heck we were. We were in Cripple Creek, Virginia.
1: Even Jane was there with us, and she's like, Hey, you're supposed to be doing Meal Tip Tuesday.
0: I was so impressed, uh... (laughs) Uh, Christy Kovner had an alarm set on her phone there for Meal Tip yes, Tuesday. Yes, she did. So we were sitting around the fire. And she said, aren't you guys supposed to be doing Meal Tip Tuesday right now? But um, anyways, we couldn't do it there. We tried to get a live video going in it. Um, didn't have enough, enough internet or cell reception or whatever to make it happen. So we got a bunch of good questions today to talk about that we missed from last week. Um, and uh, I don't know if we'll get to them. I hope we can get to them. But if you guys have any questions... You can start posting them on here, but uh, before we go too far, Sky wants you to thank our awesome sponsors.
1: Our sponsors are Mules and More Magazine. They are awesome. They have a Facebook page as well. You can go on there and
0: you tell these folks check it about out. tell all these folks about your. Uh, oh, cover.
1: We, we're on the cover! Oh, I'm not.
0: I took the picture though. Come on, on, cover. <laughs> Ty's always in
1: the picture. Ty this and Ellie. Always
0: behind the camera. And
1: my dad, and Swayze's always sad because she's never in the picture either because she's always behind me. She's with me. Yep. <laughs> she's with me. No, but so that was really cool. It was a fun surprise to see it's, that picture.
0: Sky's life goals is to make it her pictures I, to make it somewhere.
1: I asked Ty, is it cooler if you're like on the cover or if your picture made the cover? I think it's cooler if your photo made it. That's my vote. Since I'm not on it. Also <laughs> to be safe. Yeah.
0: So <laughs>
1: <laughs> And then Timber Valley Mule Co. That's Dale and Leanne Wilkerson right in there. Iowa. Oh, look! There they are! just popped up. uh <laughs> um, said it right today. Yeah, they're in Iowa. Specialize in Appaloosa mules. So I know there's a lot of you that follow us that like some color. So go check his page out.
0: Yeah, all of our uh, Oregon friends. Every time we go to Oregon, it's packed full of appies. That's true. Uh, all our Oregon clinic have a bunch of appies. And
1: Washington, because it's sometimes the same people. Too. Yeah, same folks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you for sponsoring us. Uh, mules and more, and and Dale there we we sure appreciate you guys. Um, yeah. For sure. Yep. Yeah. Hey, we got Anita Branson on here from Australia. What
1: time is it, Anita?
0: Oh, wow.
1: I, I can't remember <clears> what time it I is. I
0: was I've said it to you guys a few times that one of my goals and I it may never happen, but it's a it's a dream that we can have all 50 states on here. But when we get Australia on here, then that sure jumps it up. Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, anyways, I'm going to, uh, this this kind of, the tip I have for you guys this week, it, it came up, um, well, and actually a, a lifestyle, um, a religious context, I saw this post, um, a lot of you know we're members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and so, uh, anyways, um, I saw this pop up on uh, one of their Facebook pages. Uh, basically it's to to find happiness where you are and so I just thought I'd kind of change that hope that's alright to find happiness where you are (laughs) in your training so um, because I see a lot of times uh, we get a little lost we're always trying to get better we're always trying to progress to the next step you know you guys that um, have been following for a long time and You've been in this with us, you know. You guys know our goals for making bridle mules, and and we got a lot of you guys wanting to make bridle mules and bridle horses. Um, and uh, you know, you're trying to prog- progress and get better all the time. Um, but one thing that the meal has taught me is to appreciate the moment. And so when this little quote popped up, "to find happiness where you are," I thought, "Oh my gosh, that sure is applicable to um, training." mules and horses and donkeys um
1: you can apply it to a lot of you, things
0: you can apply it to every well everything yeah. really but i thought you know we need to sometimes we need to sit back and appreciate uh what's going on with our animals and and not be in such a uh, what what should we do next mind frame you know mm. like well that was good and acknowledge it um spend more time soaking a lot of you guys that come to clinics, you guys hear me talk about that. Letting them soak. Letting them think. Letting them process. Um, and anyways, but be happy about where you are, you know, each day. Um, it's it's kind of easy. And it was really, you know, back when when you and I, you know, when we were training for the public a lot. It was almost impossible for me to be happy in the moment. Remember? It's like, yeah. oh man, I got to get this meal going better because the the guy that owns this mule he can't ride <laughs> and <laughs> well they, if, want, if we they don't, want a Tina yeah. mule and in thirty days yeah it's like if I don't get this thing broke he's gonna you know he's gonna hate me and oh my gosh right but so the poor mule is always the victim really because you know you, it, it was easy back then to get in a hurry well now well, I just don't care <laughs> a lot of you kind of they've been to my clinics you know especially I'd say the last three or four years you realize how little I care about progressing on unless the mule is ready we we want to get them ready all the time um and that's our focus so anyways that's my that's my tip for the week what do you think of that sky
1: i like it i think with i mean just about everything you can get so focused on the end goal that you rush through things or you're not satisfied because you wish you were here not there you know and so
0: well, it's easy. Like, like for you right now, Sky's on the homeward bound.
1: Yeah.
0: She really wants to go I'm, home. We've been I'm on ready the road to go home. now. We've basically been on the road now since beginning of August, with for. the exception of going home one day, two days, whatever it was. But it we've felt been, like an hour. We've been going. Um, so Sky's on the homeward bound. I'm but, trying not to be. But like, I'm
1: trying to be present.
0: Yeah, I'm. You know, and I'm not. I mean, I want to. I mean, yeah, no doubt. I I, I like to go home. But I'm gonna be home for one day, and then I'm headed out on the desert. So,
1: which still counts as home.
0: Yeah, which is basically home <laughs> for me. But you know, but we need to be happy where we're where we are. I'm really excited. Yeah. We're we're here in um, Jacksboro, Texas, right now. We got an awesome clinic. We have got a full clinic, full uh, full foundation class, full mealmanship one class.
1: Yeah, was just is on this here. Is this the
0: first time we've filled up a clinic in Texas? Full.
1: I don't. I don't, I don't. I think
0: it might. I think it might be, but I don't know.
1: I. I think we did when we just had the one class yeah, the just, first well, year. That's easy, you though. know. Oh, well, I know, but we had. <laughs> we didn't limit yeah, it then either, yeah. so I don't know.
0: But um, anyways, Wait. so I'm. You know, I'm excited about this. Yeah. And so. Anyways, yeah. Let me know what you guys think about that tip to find happiness where you are right now. Let me know what you think of that. Leave your comments. I'd love to read them. Um, and I do read them. Just so you guys know. I'll go through after and see all the questions that I missed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, and some of them show up late, too. Yeah, so.
0: but I got a bunch of good questions today. Um, some of these we were supposed to get to last week, but I didn't have enough service, like I said. Um, uh, we got one question that came in um, from Cindy. Oh, I can't read my own <laughs> I was just
1: going to say, you can't even read that. McMurray. Cindy
0: McMurray. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Basically, she had a question about... She's got a yearling mule, um, and it's wanting to stomp dogs. And she said it's not wanting to stomp dogs like in their pasture, because she said her dogs can't get in her pasture. But she says when she's out riding, she's ponying this yearling mule. And her friends will bring the dog along, and <laughs> when the dogs come by the yearling, it tries to stomp them. That's dog, just, that's just a given, back. right? <laughs> <laughs> you know so when they're young like this cindy they're especially yearlings they're very much on the instinct in fact this is why we need to come in and we're trying to build some things along hey there she is she's on here good um but we're trying to build some things we're trying to get them thinking because they're not as much as we like to as much as we like to think of it they're not thinking about a lot at that age Other than trying to find themselves, and they're very instinctual. Well, their instincts is would be to protect themselves, and you know, a dog is a predator, and mule is a prey animal, so they will protect themselves. And you know, I don't hold it against the mule if it it stomps a dog. Um, It's not something that would, you know, would really. We got flies all over. (laughs) It's
1: just one fly. One
0: fly. This is really annoying. Afraid of the fly. (laughs) Kinship is all life. Um, You know, we. Gosh, yeah if they if they kill a dog or they stomp a dog I mean I, I feel really bad about it but you know it's not the mule's fault that's just their instinct sometimes we forget folks that we are dealing with an animal like sometimes we want to turn it into a machine and these are animals you guys really need to think about that they're an animal sometimes we that doesn't sometimes that does register huh like we forget well you expect them creatures. to
1: know better yeah. and they just they, they don't know they better don't, they don't especially you know?
0: so with the dog thing sometimes you get a lot of you guys have heard me in the past on these meal tip Tuesdays talk about dogs um you know and Cindy's already kind of got this taken care of but if, you know if my dog goes out in the, the pasture in the arena um if the dog goes wherever the meal might be turned loose whatever the dog goes in there. It, it's on the dogs. <laughs> it's free game. It, it's free game. I, <laughs> I you know, I mean, I'm sorry to say that, but there's nothing you can do about it. Now, Cindy is leading this mule. Okay, she's going down the trail. She has a lead rope in her hand. If you have a lead rope in your hand or you on the back of these animals, you, you have the responsibility. Okay, so you're supposed to be directing these mules. Now, a lot of people have a hard time handling the mules when they're on another when they're ponying. Remember, it's all the leading standards are exactly the same. It's just that you're doing it from the back of a mule now instead of your own feet. So, um, as you're going down the trail, Cindy, I'd be very aware, and you know, awareness is one of these key, basically, mulemanship, horsemanship virtues, right? Um, so, you need to be paying attention. Um, and the better the better they can lead, the better control you're going to have of them. You know, while you're going down the trail. Um, So...
1: Well, they just understand you better, you know.
0: So you set the standard while you're leading it. All the time. You know, when you're even on the ground, you know, they look over the dog or whatever. You just redirect that thought. You keep them centered. And um, hopefully that standard will go over across their whole life. So, um, long story short on that one, Cindy, is get the meal better broke to lead to where it wouldn't even think of chasing that dog because it's on the end of a lead rope. So that comes back to your groundwork. Uh, <clears throat> she had a second part of that question. She said the meal's is also very herd bound. All yearlings, every single yearling in this world is herd bound. They all, they're all herd bound. They all care about the herd. Um, that age, it's you can kind of liken a yearling to like a 12 or 13 year old kid. You know, like a teenager trying to find its, um, its, <laughs> like a teenager trying trying to find its way in life. <laughs> that's that's like, good for twenty twenty. Yeah, <laughs> the way things are going. But it, um, you know, you know, like like a like a thirteen year old kid. Why he he's not a um, an adult, but he's not a kid either. It's kind of an awkward stage, right? So the yearling is 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 you know as it's grown, that that uh, you know basically the second year of his life. It's trying to find its way. It's it, where does it belong in the herd? They're, they're starting. They're no longer the babies anymore. Yearlings are now accountable. So
1: they're looking for their place. Yeah,
0: they're they're accountable really. So so the the other animals in the herd no longer treat them as a little baby, um, you know, out there. They're they're treating it as as a, as an adult mule really. They're pushing it around. So they're insecure. They're all herd bound. How do you fix that? You don't worry about it, Cindy as a yearling um you just keep going through the checklist that is applicable at a year old, which is all your groundwork and um you know just uh, uh work through that little by little um you want to be that constant, help them know where that you're part of that herd and that uh well that Cindy matters all right that's what you're looking for so. Okay, uh, Jarrett Gibbs had a question about speed control, specifically how to slow down. He says, I don't have a problem speeding up, but slowing down is a problem. So Jarrett, if you're on here, I hope you are, um, you know, the better you can move these feet, the better you can stop these feet and slow down these feet. So um, if I'm having a real hard time getting a slow walk, the first thing I will take notice of is am, am I ready? Do I have the mule ready to slow down? And sometimes you have to move that mule out. Sometimes you might need to work, you know, Jarrett, before you work on your slow walk, well, maybe you work on your your fast walk. Maybe you work on your trotting speed transitions. Um, work on your, your loping uh, transitions, you know, um, all the different speeds at the canter, you know. Um, and when they're ready to slow down, well, you maybe offer it to them. And you'll kind of feel of that, you know, when they're ready to slow down. But the main thing is... You know, when you're working on building a slow walk, that's your prerequisite to a good stop, to be able to control that life in that body, shift down. So I'd say I'd say you got to make sure that that mule or your horse, whatever you're asking about, is is ready to slow down for you. That's the first thing. But then also, I'd I'd make sure that um, you're paying attention to your body too. You know, when I want to slow a, a horse down, slow a mule down, I'm going to be considerate of how I'm sitting. Maybe. I don't. I don't like to lean way back, but maybe you just teeter back in your seat. You just kind of shift your seat, shift your pelvis back a little bit. They can feel that down through the saddle. Um, maybe I get my heels down a little bit in the stirrup, toes up. Um, maybe I take a deep breath and I kind of start to exhale as I want them to slow down. They can feel those things. Um, you know, uh, the other thing too. You know, a lot of times if I got one that is completely forward, very forward, and very just go, 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 and I kind of need them to slow down, I need them to slow down now, and it's not really a matter of helping them get ready to, which is the correct thing to do, but I need them to slow down. Like, hey, you know, we're going through a bunch of deadfall right now. We're going through a pile of rocks right now. I need to slow down. Well, you can always bend them in a little circle, just a short little circle. I'm not saying turn on the haunches or the forehand or anything like that. I'm just saying maybe you just kind of bend them in a little circle. Um, maybe a small little little half circle might be just enough to tip them to a slow, slower walk. So, you have anything you want to add to that speed control?
1: Um, nope, we got it.
0: Okay, I have Sky here to help me with my prompts to remind me of my own thoughts. <laughs> so, anyways, so if I if I leave something out, it's her fault. Okay, Sarah Pearson. Um, so Sarah is a vet. Okay. Um, basically her question was, she has the groundwork going well with the mule, um, but she went to give this mule her shots, and using her words, the mule freaked out about the needle when, went to poker, you know, and what to do about it, um. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Yeah, so, (laughs) you know, a lot can come out in a mule. You can learn a lot about, basically the softness of the mule um, when you guys go to give them shots. Um, Just that willingness to be with you, that softness I'm talking about, where they're not, um, you know, softness is different than lightness. In fact, I need to do a Mule Tip Tuesday on that topic. Softness is basically a willingness, a submissiveness. I don't really like that word submit, but for lack of better vocabulary, in my little head, that's what I'll say. But um, when they're soft... You know, you could poke them with that needle, and and they would consider it and think about it when they're braced up, when they're, when uh, you know, when they're tight, um, when their their muscles are tight, and you poke them with that mus- uh, with that needle into that muscle. they're gosh, it, it I'm sure it hurts a lot more, and I, and I probably does the same thing for us. I don't know, do you tense up when you get shots. I have to try really hard not to. Yeah, I don't. I, mean, it I don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm feel it, but, pretty sure um, they
1: tell you not to, and they yep. you know want you to hold still and.
0: But you'll you'll find out a lot about the animal there. Um, so, one thing I do. Um, with with these you know young mules, you know that's we don't get them that old to have that many problems anymore of our own. It's it's uh, you know the clinics, other people's mules that we're dealing with here. So our mules are learning really young to deal with this. But if I didn't have... Uh, if I had an older one like this that was troublesome, well, I, I would I would put them in a chute. You know, you vet, you got I'm sure you've got a chute you can work through. If not, you can find your local fairgrounds. Your arena, any arena basically has bucking chutes. And and I would just uh, r- um, put them in the chute. And you're above them there. Um, bucking chutes are very safe, relatively speaking, um, for you to work on your animal. I mean, they're safe. For a lot of these animals, like... She had, she sent a, a longer email and basically this mule dragging around them, taking off and and pushing through them and stuff, which is very dangerous. Well, you, you know, you run them in a bucking chute, shoot, you're up above them. It's a great place. I mean, think about all these bucking horses that get uh, their their shots and their deworming every year for, uh, up above them. I mean, that's a that's a real good safe option um, if you guys really need to get something done immediate. But to work on things, Sarah, one, one thing I'll do um, that lateral flexion. Very simple, very very simple exercise. A lot of people just don't do it. It's just such a simple thing. But get them to where they can bend. Um, get them to where you can kind of, you can kind of. Uh, I don't, I wouldn't say pinch the skin to cause pain, but you can kind of fold the skin a little bit when they bend. So I'd, I'd have that animal bend a little bit, and I and I'd fold the skin a little bit um and you can still take you know i'm sure it shares vet you know you can still take the blood like if you're drawing blood for a coggins or something you can still do that while they have some lateral flexion you know um but you can draw the mule into that needle sometimes that's a little easier especially if you've got them really willing to to draw um but that that's basically how how i'd work um with one that's real touchy, and then just handle it constantly. I don't like the word desensitize um, anymore. I don't. I don't like to use that word quite a bit, uh, a lot. Uh, but for lack of better words, I guess you could kind of desensitize them to that little, your your hands kind of pinching them, in that little fill on their neck and stuff. Um, you got anything you want to add to that? Remember Oprah? Oprah was real tough with shots,
1: but she hung in there. Oprah the mule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she she'd try.
0: She would try. She
1: she knew that it was best just to hang in there and it would be over but you know once in a while we had one vet that really struggled and 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 was kind of scared of her i think was part of it oh yeah the vet was nervous it was a new vet and she was kind of nervous that you know the mule looked really big and terrified but anyway
0: so the approach is important
1: she right she was a really anxious mule just just on her own without shots so having someone come up and poke her was yeah. hard for her, but we got her to where she could hang in there and get through it. But you know, she's never
0: gonna oh, she she like would, it. She would snort like a just like a dragon. Just yeah, like. she
1: was my she was my dragon,
0: <laughs> like a tiger or something. <laughs>
1: I miss but, my pet dragon. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so you know, and with your groundwork too, you know, they got to be centered. But when they go on the instinct on the defense like that, see that meal did that this this big issue of it running off and of it pushing through you guys and it, it did this just for self-preservation um that's all it was the mule's just protecting itself so
1: safety it is it is about them. just keeping
0: them safe so you want to help them to be able to hang in there with you and if you can't rather than see see i would prefer back to the shoot thing if i if i know i have an animal that is going to be real challenging that is not centered i mean you guys got to be a little bit more realistic with yourselves Okay, this mule's is not centered. The mule's not handy enough to stay with me through the sh- through giving shots or deworming or whatever. It's not handy enough. Like, you got to be real, okay? I'm not going to just tie it to the, side of the trailer. I'm not going to just tie it to a and post. I'm going to go put it in a chute because then they don't learn to pull back. they do not learn to, Yeah, they don't learn to kick you. They don't learn to run off. They don't learn to bolt. You can be above them, and you guys can do your work. The vet can do their work and be safe keep your vet safe people you know we got a great vet at home and i'm very particular to get my meals ready to go see him because i mean i love paul Hatterley. shout out to rocky mountain large animal clinic in utah mm-hmm. paul Hatterley, good friend of mine man i love that guy dang good vet he's gonna be on the podcast i made some arrangements and when i get home i'm gonna um, have him on the podcast talk about uh, health stuff with mules but you know, I want to take care of that guy. So when I get there, he has a pretty good chute. And I'll tell him, I'll say, Paul, th- this mule needs, we need to put this one in the chute. Okay. And he, and he doesn't even question me. All right. Nope. No big deal. Um, if I think it's fine, then he trusts me. He knows it's fine, you know, but um, well, but safety is important.
1: He's good at he's, reading them too. So, you know.
0: And he's a vet that has mules and a lot of you guys. He's a mule guy. He is a mule guy. It helps. So that definitely helps. He's a longtime long time horseman, long time mule guy. He doesn't judge
1: uh, them by their long ears.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. So safety number one thing with that. And, and a lot of times we can make things worse with with this vet work, this this health stuff. We can we can screw stuff up cuz we want to just get it done.
1: Well, I've heard some people say like, "Well, what am I supposed to do? Just poke them over and over till they don't carry more." No, like, don't mm. sit
0: there and stab your mule. Don't <laughs> that's do a that. terrible <laughs> idea. If somebody says that, that's a terrible idea. Don't sit there with a needle and stab your animals. Gosh, they I'm going to stab them with their needle to sit there and poke them with it. But <laughs> that's not... that You don't want to dole them down. And, and they never will be, you guys. They, they'll they flinch at a fly. Well, okay? I feel like Forever. There's,
1: there's some people, you know, mm-hmm. like you. I mean, Ty doesn't flinch when they like, Okay, you need to get your shot today. And for me, it's like, Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. my gosh. They're going to poke me. You know? There's
0: some mules that are, are, are very sensitive and some that aren't. Like Tina, for example. Okay. Our meal Tina. Ellie's meal Tina. Now Swayze's. Whatever. You know. um tina gosh you, you could sit there and stab her and in fact one vet and it,
1: the same one that had trouble
0: she had before. trouble with oprah okay but this one vet no we don't go back there anymore but this one particular vet um she could not draw the blood for the coggins and tina is so good i mean she probably poked tina i'm, I'm not exaggerating probably stabbed her 10 times trying to find the vein Trying to find I'm like, oh, my gosh. And Tina, she's taking it, taking it, taking it. But finally, and Tina's reaction is just to start to kind of want to walk backwards and kind of like avoid. I'm like, oh, my gosh, if you're getting Tina to do that, okay, stop. And I even, I think I might have offended her, but I said, do you you mind if I do it? (laughs) Like, do you mind if I do it? And she she finally did get it. Yeah. She finally did get it. But, but, yeah, there's some mules that could take that. I mean, if she sat there and stabbed some of these other mules, I mean, they just, I mean, they're... They'd go on self-defense, really.
1: Um, it was just like Oprah. She was, yeah. I feel like, you know, you talk about getting them off of the instinct and getting them yep. thinking. I feel like Oprah was fighting that, like, don't don't jump over. Like, you know, she's feeling like everything's telling me I should do this.
0: Yep.
1: But she was trying to
0: and, have the faith. <laughs> and another thing for safety is don't just time up to your hitching post or the side of your trailer if you're having troubles, it, it, it that just takes away from basically your own flight zone. You know, you can't do anything to save yourself when they're tied up. You're gonna, you're gonna scarier. get it. You're gonna get it. Um, and if you haven't yet, maybe you got away with it for a long time. It's coming, it's coming. And I'm not saying that because I'm I'm just making it up. I'm saying it because maybe I've been there. It's coming. So um, keep yourself safe on that. Anyways. Uh, Randolph Reed, he uh, sent in an email and said how long, uh, basically how long should he wait to start working with a new mule? So he bought a new mule. Um, How long should he let it acclimate to its new environment? So, um, you know, think about our mules. Um, We're in Texas right now. We left Oklahoma this morning. We were in Arkansas. We left Arkansas yesterday. We left Virginia the day before. Um, In the last two months, we've been all the way from Washington and Oregon, all the way to Maine, New York, Virginia, Iowa, and then we're heading back home. Um, Larriette doesn't even know where she belongs. we got a new little meal, Larriette. It shows. She hasn't been, she hasn't had any solid place. She hasn't been anywhere very long um, with us, that is.
1: She's only three. Yeah, she's just
0: three-year-old. Um... (laughs) So, uh, my answer to you is I wouldn't. I wouldn't wait hardly any time. Um, you know, like if you guys, if if you introduced a new mule to your herd, the, the, your your mules at home aren't gonna be like, oh, oh, that's the new guy. Let's give him a couple of days before we really get to work on him and let him know where he belongs. Like, they don't do that. They're gonna sort each other out really quick. Also, your mule knows all about your mules. Read your book before you've even really? wrote it. Yeah, it's they They, um, so as far as acclimation time, I mean, it's one thing if your meal shows up and they've been on a truck, maybe that you had to drive a couple states or across the country, I might give them a day or two to basically to get their wits we about couldn't... them and get, you know, fill back up on water and, and get some electrolytes in them or, um, you know, get some energy, whatever. I might give them time like that. But but still,
1: you can go in there. And yeah, you
0: can handle them. You can you can handle them. Do groundwork. Um, I would say you guys buying new mules. Get to work immediate immediately, um, immediately. Uh there, there is a lot of information out there. You know, you talk to one person, and they'll say, oh well, they need to get get to know you for a couple of weeks, and then some people
1: say years.
0: Somebody else like me says uh, immediately. Minutes. I mean, I mean, I would go. I mean, I go buy a mule, and then I mean, I'm riding them. Also, when I'm like, if I, if you, if if one of you guys want me to go buy a meal for you, which we don't, we don't do that, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> but if you wanted me to go buy a meal for you, like, okay, Ty, here's, here's my money. Go buy me a meal. This is what I want. Well, I'm gonna go ride the mule at, you know, wherever I go look, them. I'm gonna ride them immediately, and then I'm gonna take that mule home or whatever, and I'm gonna ride it immediately. I'm gonna go to work immediately, um, and. The problem is that sometimes we think that work is negative. We think riding them, working with them, as in a negative context, like it's like it's taxing to the animal. It shouldn't be. When you guys work with your mules, when you ride them, it should be inviting. They should want to be with you more.
1: It should be a feel good. thing. It
0: should be great. You know, when when you're done and you turn the mule loose, and I, and I know for more, for a lot of you this may never happen, but you, you know, it's it's my goal with every animal I work with is I just ride that mule and I take it out and I take off the halter and I walk back toward the gate and they follow me back to the gate that's what I want so I would I would hope you could get that immediately so
1: no need to waste time
0: know, enjoy have fun with those mules they know everything about you they're they're constantly they have to, the mule has to analyze quickly they've had to do that to survive you know these equines have to analyze they have to make a quick decision. Are you safe? Are you dangerous? They need to know that right off the bat. So let them know you're a good choice. We're about out of time. So uh, if you guys could, if you guys like today's Mule Tip Tuesday, I would just love it if you would hit the share button right now on this Facebook page. Hit the share button and tell people about these Mule Tip Tuesdays. Du- tip (laughs) Tuesdays and tag a friend um, maybe yeah tag your friends let them know about this we're grateful if you guys are listening to this later on a podcast everyday mealmanship with ty evans is our podcast you can find it on apple podcast google podcast spotify and more if you would i would love it if you'd leave us a five-star review let's let us know what you think about these and all the other episodes and i'd just be so grateful so Thank you, guys. God bless you, and we will see you next week, all right? Catch you later.